Welcome to the Martial Arts Business Podcast, helping martial arts club owners grow, develop, and scale their schools with marketing, retention, systems, staff, branding, social media, and much more, giving you the tools and skills to become a black belt in business. Here's your host, three times world martial arts champion, award-winning school owner, successful business coach, and number one best-selling author, Gordon Bircham. Hi, and uh, Gordon Bircham here. I want to so- talk um, today about um, being insane. So it uh, sounds a little bit crazy, um, but um, I think lots of business owners definitely run this a lot. And, and definitely I um, I did for a long, long time in my master school and actually in my other businesses as well. And, you know, running the martial arts school, um, you know, I've said many times is it's simple, but not easy. And as we are... Uh, and I believe what I'm going to share with you now is is fundamental to to your growth. I really, really do. And some people may listen to what I'm going to say, and they might listen and say, "Well, you know, um, I can't afford to do that, and I, you know, I don't have the time to do that, and you know, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But let me get straight into it. So, um, the definition, like um, the definition of insanity, is doing the same thing and expecting something else to happen. Now, um, my definition, my, my insane ways for many, many years was absolutely a million percent trying to do everything myself. Now, I was, without doubt, a massive, massive control freak. And uh, with that, you know, I've seen lots and lots of school owners, business owners, martial artists um, run the same patterns where they uh, believe they've got to, you know, that, you know, they need to control their business. You know, they need to do everything in their business. And it, no, it's the norm, like 90% of school owners that I speak to run this, what I'm going to teach you now is they are the martial arts octopus, as I call them. You know, they're running around doing everything themselves. They're doing literally everything. And I remember going back, and when I look back at this, uh, you know, 11 years ago, uh, uh, before that, I was absolutely doing it all to a massive degree. I had to do everything because I didn't trust anybody. I didn't trust anyone. I I, I believe no one could do it as good as me. I thought that, you know, if I gave it away, if I gave any jobs away, then I'd lose the control. And what happens, you know, if I taught someone how to be an instructor, they would leave. You know, all these kind of things. I was the cleaner. I was the admin person. I was the coach. I was the um, I was the the mentor. I was the finance director. I was the administration manager. I was the project manager. I was the visionary. I was the I was everything, and I was trying to do everything. And I was like, you know, I was like, you know, the ducks as they're swimming along, like this, and they're paddling. They look like they're fine, but they're paddling like hell. And you know, many school owners run the same thing. Many school owners really do have the same problem as I did. And and I want to help you with this and maybe try and realign you with the thought process of that. You can't do everything yourself. It is insane if you think that you can do everything yourself. Now, obviously, there's certain things that you need to break to get out of your way, just like I did for many, many years. You know, even when I was growing my school, you know, when I, the transition I was, was made, I was starting to fly. My school was really rapidly growing. I absolutely had to control it all. I had to, I had to, uh, you know, staff was a no, no to me. Um, uh, you know, and if I did try staff, if I did, 
you know, uh, uh, put, put it out there and get someone in to, um, to do a bit of admin or answer the phones. I would pick holes in every single thing that they did. I would find a reason why, why to get rid of them, why it wasn't working out. And guess what I would do? I would take it all back. And I speak to men, like so many school owners that run the same thing. You know, number one, it's a delusion to think that with 7 billion people on the planet, you can't find good staff. Number two, if you haven't got good staff or um, you, you've had bad stuff in, or what you perceive as bad stuff in the past, I can near guarantee uh, that you've probably not trained them correctly. Because remember, they're only going to do what you say now. Is that, is that, does that mean that everyone that you get is down to you? No, it's not. But it'd be down to you in one way because it's how you recruit them. Have you recruited the right person? One of the things I want to uh, help you with here, guys, is, you know, let's say, for instance, you're in your martial arts school and you need some help on the reception desk or, you know, just to help you, you know, with the joining, etc. a bit of administration, real basic stuff. Let's say that. Let's say you need someone like that, right? You you get someone in and, you uh, you know, into your martial arts school. The worst thing you can do it, it, when you get any kind of stuff is to get someone who can just do it. And what I mean by that is what we tend to do when we're first starting out, um, there's a couple of things we'll do as a martial arts school owner. We'll probably go, right, someone will say, I can help you with that. And you're like, nice one, in you go. We probably don't do that much training with them. And then we then we just allow them to get on with it. And what we normally do is we'll just, we'll either um, exchange like, okay, well, you're a parent of the kid. So what we'll do is, We'll stop their training fee and we'll just do a swap. We'll just do a swap. So like you, um, you don't pay your training fees and you can work for me. Bad mistake. Hugely bad mistake for many reasons. Number one is there's a few things there. If you're just going to employ someone because they say they can do it. Number one, they might not love it. They might just want to do it because A, they want a little bit of recognition, i.e. I'm doing this for the martial arts instructor. Number two, it might be they just want to, they don't want to pay the training fees. And number three, it might be just something just to fill the gap while they're there. And I think, well, you know, it's normally because of their own reasons rather than what they love. Then you have the problem where now that person's not paying their training fees, I can guarantee you now, if you exchange service like that, it's happened to me many times. When you then stop, they stop paying their training fees for the kid, they lose the value of your school. They lose the value of the training because we only value something that we exchange money on, really. That's a, that's a reality, okay? so. That can be a real problem. So when we're, when we, we, you all need stuff, we all need people to help us. How about raise your hands if you're in this, if you're listening in the community now, or you might be listening on a podcast. If you are the person where you feel like you are um, the martial arts octopus trying to do everything, paddling hard, and many of you might be listening to this going, yeah, that's me, but I've got to do that. And what you can have is this real nightmare of, you know, you're pushing and pulling, you're trying to make it work, you're trying to push forwards, but actually you're not getting anywhere fast. You're just going forward, round and round and round and round and round. You're going to need help. Any business, any business now, I guarantee you, if you look at any business, aside from martial arts, any business has staff, has people. You can go any, you can go into your local town centre and there'll be a, a shop opening up, something like that, and I guarantee you they've got staff. They'll have a, stock, a shelf stocker. They'll have, you know, the, the people have been on the customer service. They might have finance directors or whatever that is. But as martial arts school owners, we tend to start, we build up a little school, get like 50, 60 members, 
even a hundred members and we're still trying to do it ourselves and we're trying to make it work or we're trying to like just exchange training um, for helping you in your business. I want you to stop that now. I want you to start thinking about the bigger picture. You know, do I want this as a professional outfit? Do I want this? Um, do I want it to be done right or do I want to wing it as I call it? Okay. Do I want to do I want a shortcut all the time? Cause I promise you, shortcutting will only get one result. Now, the result normally means you won't get very far. And I want you guys to treat this, you know, uh, treat this like it's a real, real business. If you treat it like a, a hobby, it will cost you like one. If you treat it like a business, it will pay you like one. Yes, you can still teach how you want. I get that, okay? But without doubt, if like we all have a skill set, and our skill set is in certain areas, and we're not very good in other areas. Like, I am awful at administration, um, organization, diary management. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm just detail. I'm awful at like, I'm so bad. It's ridiculous. Now you may look at me and think, well, how the hell does he do the podcast, write his book, uh, um, uh, build his, you know, his 400 member plus school, um, you know, um, have a training consultancy business. How do you do that? Very simply. I surround myself with people who are good at the things I'm awful at. Really, really do. Now, I know for some of you guys out there who are still small and you want to, and you want to grow it, you're thinking one thing. Like I was for so many years, I can't afford staff. That's the number one thing. Yeah, I can't afford staff or I don't know how to find good staff. And what you've got to do, you have to, you're going to have to start somewhere. And I promise you now, if you think you can't afford staff, I don't care if you get to 300 members, yeah, turning over 10, 15, 20K a month. You will never be able to afford staff if you feel that staff are are an expense. Staff are not an expense. Staff are an asset to your business and they are an asset to your freedom, your life, your family, your health and everything around. It's so important. I'm really passionate about this because I was deluded for so many years and I don't want that to be you. It's so important. Like I said, staff earn you money. They don't cost you money, you know, and what one of the biggest things that they give you, having great staff, having great people around you is that they give you freedom. Now, I know so many school owners. I do. And I know them personally and business owners to that in, in fact, right, where they are a slave to their martial arts school. They're a slave. And actually, they're stuck. And I've spoke to many school owners that near quit their whole empire, their martial arts school they built for a few years, you know, for 10, 12 years because they were stuck and they felt like they just couldn't do it anymore. And that's because they're doing it all. What we ultimately want to be doing, guys, is the things that we love. What is it that you love in your business? I'm presuming it's teaching. Most school owners love to teach. Most school owners um, love to you know, engage with their kids and create class plans and do all that stuff. Most school owners don't want to do the admin and they don't want to do the books and they, you know, they don't want to do their finances. They don't want to do, you know, not most of them don't want to do the marketing. Some might like marketing, some might not. You know, some might not want to do the creative side because they can't work out. And if you think about this, if you're trying to do things that you're not good at, they will take loads of your time because A, you've got to work out how to do it. B, you're not motivated. And C, you always put it to the bottom of the pile so it never gets done. So what you've got to do, it's really served me so well. 
And once I had this switch, this this, this complete switch in mindset, I, 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 it transformed my life. It really, really did. And it transformed my business and it allowed me to get out of my own way and then start creating more things that I love to do, which is what I do now. I'm doing a podcast, but when I do the podcast, I don't create the podcast. I deliver the content and then I... I outsource it and someone else does all the the detail and puts it together and compiles it and then out it comes, you know, and that's how if I do videos, I shoot the video and then someone does all the other bits and makes it look pretty and nice, you know, write a book, I just write the content and then someone does all the other bits and does the design, you know, and I never thought like that ever. If I can think like that now, you can, because I was... No, save money. I was, no, no one can do it as good as me. Well, I was, yeah, but it's, it's much faster if I do it, do it myself rather than train anybody else. You know, if if I train an instructor and they leave, you know, I used to hold, now I would be so much further forward in my life if I didn't have that problem, if I didn't create them problems, if I didn't think that way. You know, I thought if I, if I try, if, if I train an instructor, they're going to leave. So what I used to do is I used to hide the curriculum. I didn't used to show them the curriculum. I showed them bits of it. I wouldn't train them correctly. I, I was doing all these things because of fear. You know, what if I lose? What if I don't? You know, all these things are so, you know, so detrimental. And I don't want that to be used. So the best way and to first start with stuff is to start small. Cherry pick. And you don't have to have people around you full time. You just have to have people around you. And you have to start small and build big. That's how it goes. And, you know, it's so important, guys. If you're you're listening to this now, I really want you to start thinking about how important time is to you, how important your family is to you, how important growth is, how important your health is. Because I promise you, if you think you can do this all yourself, okay, you're going to be, you are completely deluded. You're insane because you can't and you won't get any further forward without people. Two people is better than one. Five people is better than two, you know, and you've got to start creating first. Your first hire, the first best hire you can have is the one is, is in the one area that you least like is the one you can't stand. You get someone in that area that creates you more time and then you cherry pick the next thing and the next thing and the next thing thinking you can do it all yourself is a delusion i want you to think differently you know i'm really passionate about this it's the one thing i believe now that helped me get where i am today and continues now to help me to grow and scale you know there's nothing better than walking into a dojo where you've trained your swat you know your leadership team you walk in or they've, they've organized all the obstacle courses. They've got everything organized with the paperwork. You know, you, you, you walk into the dojo, they tick them in, they do the warm ups, they do the registers, they do all of the, they, they even like, um, they even select the style of the class. They even got all of the, you know, if new members in there buddying up. You know, you've got your reception desk dealing with all of the, you know, people coming in, joining them up. That's how you want to run a business, guys. You want to run in and just teach. I love teaching. I love teaching martial arts. I love to walk in, teach. And literally, when you, so you walk in at 5-2, everything's organized. Yeah, you go in and teach. You leave at, let's say you leave at 8 o'clock at night. You leave at 8 and you're back by 5 past 10 past. You're out the door. You leave everyone else to do all the other bits. That's the kind of business that you want to run. Because I promise if if you like just teaching, and you can do that, guys. I promise you, you can. And you can do it on a small budget. You don't need to get into like, like, like 
you know, employment tax and all that kind of thing to start. You don't need that to start with. You just need to start small. So have a think about that, guys. Write down the things. And here's a great thing to do. Write down everything that you love on one side. Write down everything you don't like on the other side. And then start going, right, these are things I don't like. And in these things I don't like, I actually could pull all these things into this section and this role would be called this and find someone to do that to start with. Start picking it first and every single month, look at it and say, right, what could I do with next? And I promise you that if you think that you can't afford staff, when you do your first mini hire, what will happen is within the first couple of months, you'll think, how the how did I do without, how did I operate without that person? I can guarantee it. And then you slowly grow, slowly grow, slowly grow. And all of a sudden now you've got a, a little team of people and you're growing your business and they're bringing in more value. They're bringing in more insight. They're bringing in more growth and you feel so much better. And it gives you more time, more freedom, more, more, more enjoyment in life rather than being a slave. So hope you enjoyed that. Have a phenomenal day in all you do. Keep shining by, keep growing, keep learning, keep evolving, and you will definitely continue to succeed. I'm Gordon Bircham. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Martial Arts Business Podcast. You can follow Gordon personally on Facebook at Black Belt in Business. Also, join our free Facebook group, Martial Arts Business Mastery Community, for some great advice, tips, and support on building your martial arts empire. Keep learning, developing, and growing, and you will become a Black Belt in Business. 